This is The Drive with A.D. and Raph on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back again. This is The Drive on 93.7 The Ticket, proudly sponsored by Sandhills Global. Sandhills Global is looking to fill hundreds of new openings in sales, traveling support, software development, web design, and more. Career and internship opportunities are available at the Global Headquarters in Lincoln. Apply today at sandhills.jobs. Boom. Got it. And I got a Ralph's good take today, so we, we oh, might, we we might need the music. We got to play the song that only Ralph is in. Um. <laughs> Troublemaker. <laughs> His solo Raph. debut. Here you go, Raph. You wanted this. His solo debut. <laughs> it's time for Raph's good take. It's time for Raph's good take. It's time for Raph's good take right now. <laughs> Beautiful song right there. <laughs> One of the best. <laughs> so, all right. So, my Raph's good take goes out today. Uh, it's kind of, I believe the word is posthumously. Posthumously? Is that the word? Uh, we lost um, Jeff Dodge this past weekend. He's the owner of Ramos Busters there on 48th Street. Yeah. And I just wanted to just throw a spotlight onto him just for the person that he was. I mean, if you talk to anybody, all of his friends and the people that he was around, he wouldn't say no to anybody. If you needed, like, I no, I had softball teams. If I needed sponsorship, boom, he'd have a sponsorship there. When I started my football team back about, it's been like 13 years ago or whatever, we needed concessions at Beachner Field. He's like, I'll take care of it. Hmm. Ramos Ramos will do concessions, you know, and stuff like that. Just a great guy. Passed away. It just It's just one of those things where you see people. I think last time we saw him, AD, we were walking out of a certain establishment. I can't remember where we were walking out, but walked out, saw him, said hi. I think mm-hmm. I introduced you to him or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So just sad day hearing that, but, you know. If you're out there and you know knew him, you know, be you know, be more like him. Be, you know, just be friendly to everybody, and that's what he was. And you don't hear it; you never hear any bad words spoke about him. Mm-hmm. So, rest in peace, Dodge. You're you're a good dude, and glad to have known you. Yeah, prayers to to, to his entire family and all who knew him. Um, t- a terrible loss, terrible yeah. loss. Not in just the, the restaurant community, but just the world's a little less brighter without him around. That's for sure. That's for sure. Uh, Hizzle Bear said Cameron Ward was there too. I'm thinking he's speaking of uh, uh, Incarnate Word. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom and Apachilacola. Apachilacola. Tom, where are you at? I know it says Apachilacola, but where's that at, man? Um, where's that at? He goes, just one great fact. In two years, this is nuts. In two years, CJ's child had 81 touchdowns and only 10 interceptions. That is freaking ridiculous. Oh, it's in Florida. Okay, okay. In Florida, Tom, thanks for listening in, brother. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for that stat, too. Two years, that guy, C.J. Stroud, had 81 touchdowns and only 10 interceptions. Uh, Drumstick here says, yes, load management ruined the NBA. Ratings are at all-time lows. Casual fans have checked out in the NBA as a result, and you're you're spot on. And uh, Sanderson, hope you continue to heal, brother. Uh, It goes, nothing dirty, but uh, 80 nothing dirty, but I want to see a body slam and some chokeholds in the NBA. (laughs) But nothing dirty. <laughs> nothing dirty. A few clotheslines. 
I want the I want a NASCAR punch. That's all. Just the basic stuff. <laughs> that um that Tom that eighty one touchdowns and ten interceptions. C.J. Stroud is going to be one of those guys where they're going to look back on. I mean, they technically were in that championship game, and then it yeah. took Georgia last second drive to you yeah. know get down the field there. So that was going to sting for a while. Yeah, definitely. especially for the fans. Uh, Sanderson's great point here too as well. I want to make sure I read that we're talking regards to the um uh, to the Kentucky Derby. Sanderson says I've been horse racing uh, guy for fifteen years. This situation is really bad for Churchill Downs and racing. Horses are put down at tracks all over the country weekly. But in seven, but seven in a few weeks is a horrible look. One died during the Friday races, and an independent investigation needs to happen. Races and tourists are keeping things under the wraps. That's exactly what's that is going to have to happen. An independent investigation. Someone totally on the outside has no uh, skin in the game, et cetera. Sanderson, appreciate that insight and that knowledge, brother. Um, Crow Bade, you don't need a clothesline from LeBron. Just sneeze. <laughs> I don't even think you have to sneeze anymore. Did you see that play the other night where he, like, he went to grab the ball and he just fell backwards? <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. Everybody's like, what happened? Yeah, it's uh, it, 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 one of the things that's the worst besides the fouls is they do not call travel anymore in the league. Mm-mm. They, I mean, I've, I've seen guys take literally six steps and it's like, what, what is going on here? Uh, ben says, extremely casual NBA fan here, only watches because my kid comes home from school talking about Steph Curry. I've been thoroughly entertained by these playoffs, but then again, I don't necessarily know what I'm looking for as what constitutes good <laughs> basketball. <laughs> well, I will tell you this. That game between uh, – that series between the – well, all of them, because even the game overtime yesterday with uh, Philly, and Boston, uh, yeah. Philly and Boston, that went to OT. Yep. And there's been some great games on. There's been great some great yeah. games on. But that load management thing has definitely put – a wrench in as far as the overall entertainment um, uh, of the league. The, 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 the call of the referee, I think, has to improve, man, yeah. and be more consistent and let them play basketball. I mean, obviously, you don't want anything egregious, but at the same time, and like, you, like you said, you got, you got these guys just falling down. No one's touching them. Uh, but, but they know they can get away with it, though, again. They know they can get away with it because the referee has created that style of basketball because of the uh, uh, the crazy calls and the lack thereof uh, on the offensive end. Those guys are taking, you know, they got luggage with them. They're traveling so much. Yeah. Um, uh, we got a big guy into Nebraska, signed a legacy. Fellas, what's that young man's name? We all know. Oh, why am I? I'm blanking on the name. Sorry. I know I, it. I, I know exactly. I know who he's the son of. We know of. it. I know Kalen he's Smith. the son of. Keelan Smith. Keelan yes, Smith. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. Keelan Smith, the big uh, – that was that was a huge pickup for us to grab him. Um, as an athlete, I uh, had other schools he was looking at uh, as well. Uh, class of 2024, uh, to get a guy like that with that legacy is pretty big uh, because I think up to last year he really wasn't taking Nebraska serious uh, considering coming here to my understanding. Um, but obviously things change, you know, when people – when there's a different person at the helm – uh, but very talented athlete, um, Liberty, uh, Missouri, three-star uh, athlete. He's uh, following his dad's footsteps here. And a 6-3-2-0-5, chose Nebraska over an offer from Missouri, uh, interest from Iowa and Kansas State, and a host of other schools and programs as well. Um, so Mickey, I know, made a run at him early. Yeah. Uh, made a run at him. And then there's not knowing Mickey, what Mickey's status was going to be. Nebraska kind of fell out of it for a while. Uh, but Mickey was definitely on him uh, big time. And um, Smith credits Nebraska assistant director of player personnel Keith Williams with creating the bridge between him and Coach Wool's staff. Because Keith has been there, of course, so yep. it kept that camaraderie and that relationship going. So that's a big pickup for us. Fellas, let me ask you guys this, man. Does Nebraska, let's say we don't get Riola, okay? Because that's reality. Yeah, you know? yeah. that's, we're doing realities. 
Who do you go after? Quarterback-wise. Well, they're, they're going after a couple guys. Um, I think next year, no matter what, you're going to have to go to the transfer portal uh, next season. Um, I don't know. I Personally, I'm not confident enough in who Nebraska has behind Jeff Sims. Um, and I also don't know if you want to throw a true freshman out there. Now, I, I think I could say I would not be surprised if they go into the transfer portal next year and get a guy for the starting job. But the, the, I, they'll take a quarterback in the 2024 class no matter what. Yep. Je- Jeff Sims is, is a is a is a one-year guy in my eyes. You don't think he stays two years? I do not. I, I don't think that's part of the that's, that was part of the plan. You think he's a transfer portal after, or you think he's getting drafted? I think he try, to, I think he tries to go to get drafted. He's going to the league. After he wins the Heisman, that 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 was the <laughs> that's I've I, heard that one. <laughs> I believe yeah, exactly. I believe that's the plan. Was that Jeff Sims here for one year and go to the league? See, I, I guess I never really thought about it that way because his numbers. Now, granted, no, that I, was I, oh, trust me, that I know. was at Georgia Tech. Trust me, things could change here. Yep. Uh, so I didn't even think that'd be something he'd be entered his mind only after one year, thinking he would need two years to maybe hopefully clean up those interceptions because. Being that generous with the bas- with the football, as Winnie Manfred was a football a basketball, <laughs> being that generous with the ball is not going to cut it in the NFL. Yeah, you know that's just the bottom line. It's, it's not going to cut it uh, in the NFL. Ben, real quick, I do want to mention this before we hop back to basketball. Um, no, I'll wait for that segment. I want to talk about the uh, the marathons. Uh, Ben's made me think about that. His oh, text, yeah. so we'll bring it up in a sec. But yeah, I, I didn't even think about him just only being a one and done and then hitting the league. But here's, I guess, my thing against that is my my pushback against that is if he throws the ball uh, to the other team like he did at Georgia Tech, yeah, he's going to be here two years. <laughs> he's going to be he's going to have to be because no one's drafting <laughs> a quarterback he, that throws the ball away that much. Yeah. If he throws a lot of interceptions, he might not even be here next year. No, exactly, exactly. We're in a, we're Nebraskans. It, we're, we're, this is nothing. This is nothing that no one doesn't know. We all know this. Nebraska's in a very very tough situation. This thing has been ripped back to the studs. This program, as far as that goes, and you got to have someone that could be a field general out there. So hopefully that is Jeff Sims. Like I said, we just don't know yet. We just don't know yeah. uh, what's going to happen right there. Yeah. Um, but then you have Casey Thompson. Looks like he's zeroing in on, uh, zeroing in, F- in on FAU. Yes. Uh, to reunite with with his former coach Tom Herman. So mm-hmm. you know, you know what you guys and it's uh, Tom and Tom again. Uh, says is Casey looking to set up his future in the coaching? You know, you, you think about this when people heard FAU. I know that's kind of like, well, why would he go to FAU? To your point, Nick, his, his former coach is there, um, and you got to be in a situation where you can play right away. And you got one year left. Look, I mean, he's on the clock. We're all on the clock, but he's really on the clock as far as eligibility wise. Yeah. He's got one year left. This is it. You know, this is going to be it right here. So, were any of you guys surprised that he chose that, that, that chose? But it's looking like that could be the top school right now. Well, I think Casey's pretty smart also, um, and and if he wants to get a future in coaching, I think that's a good place to, to maybe get a grad job or, or something mm-hmm. like that, especially with a guy you're familiar with. Um, I, I don't know. I think, like, when you look at NFL stock and potential with Casey, unfortunately, since he is a little bit older, that, that's a knock against him. I also think his size is probably going to be a knock against him, unfortunately. Yeah. And and he has had his own turnover issues, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Although, it, in my eyes, due to a lot of the offensive line, he's had turnover issues. And yeah. so, I think being being realist, being a real like a, being honest with yourself, I think Casey would it'd be great for Casey to yeah. get into coaching. Yeah, and but I I look at it too is 
FAU. Like, first I was thinking maybe Auburn was going to be a spot, but I was like, man, I don't know. He goes in there. He's not going to know the offense. Mm -hmm. You know, you miss spring ball. It's not going to work. Well, you got FAU. You're going to go down and play for your your old coach. So, most likely, you already know this offense, so you can probably, you know. Pretty seamless. You can step in seamlessly. Mm -hmm. And then – Another thing that a lot of people, I know a lot of base the end all be all is the NFL, but there's so you have the XFL, you got the USFL, so I don't see no reason if he has a productive year this year that he won't be playing, you mm -hmm. know, in like the XFL or the USFL or mm -hmm. something like that next year. So the more tape he gets, I, I'd, I'd say it's bonus for him right now, and I think FAU would be that spot to where he could get more tape and with being with that with his old you know coach, that's that's huge for him. Yeah. Coming in, like you said, Ralph, and Nick, coming in to know that system already with Herman is going to be a huge advantage for him if that's where he decides to go. Oh, yeah. So huge. We'll see where he decides there. You know, Drumstick yeah. says uh, Dylan Raiola talk has been beat to death. Homeboy's going to USC. Uh, <laughs> you not just, sure dude, he's going to USC, but I don't. Hey, I'm going to yeah. tell you all, man, you never know where a kid is going to go. I mean, that's the bottom line. I mean, for, think about this, y'all. Here's the reality. Don't burn any bridges. Yeah, don't burn any bridges. And not only that, it could be a school that no one's even talking about to where he's going. He may like it just he might like it just like that to our team that we haven't really thought considered you know considered seriously could be going. In this he day and age, he will not be going to Incarnate Word. I will predict that. <laughs> yeah. He will not be going, going to San Antonio out there right now. Yeah, he will not be going there. <laughs> but to, to where he ends up, folks, you all know this. We've all seen this uh we've all seen this process before. You just don't know where kids going to decide to go because you don't know. First of all, you don't know what type of connections or t what type of connections were established with their coaches. How he felt at certain places. Uh, did he feel as a fit? Did he hit it off? We just don't know all those things, man. And when in the analysts, etc., including us, we can give you our best guess. But right now, I don't even have a guess where he's going. I, I seriously have no idea where he's going to go to school at. There's there's no hunches. There's no no. I just don't know. I, I would I, I would say that I would say I know he said USC, but I'd say Georgia's probably got the leg up. But that's well, you have it. to look at it this way: the only school the only school that uh, has an official visit uh, <laughs> scheduled is Georgia. Georgia yeah. The only school out of everybody that should we do the contest for these or should we wait? We can uh, we can do it after the break. Okay, after the break. All right, perfect. We're gonna give away Stars tickets. Stars tickets. Nice. Stars nice, got nice. Game Four tonight. It's a must win Crucial. if they want to keep it, Crucial. keep the season alive, and go back to Fargo for a Game Five. We got plenty it's of tickets to happen. give away. It's big. It's big. Folks, we'll be right back. It's the drive with AD and Raf. Nick holding it down. The ticket. Stay tuned. After these messages, we have some Stars tickets to give away. We'll be right back. <laughs> 